Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Gay. I'm here today with Deborah Schlag. Deborah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Patrice. It's great to be here with everyone. Well, today's topic, we're going to talk about uh, the Nehemiah International Business Plan Competition. We're going to deal with Biblical Entrepreneurship 2020 International Business Plan Competition. And, and so, Deborah, we brought you in studio because we're now the next several uh, weeks is going to be Nehemiah Week 2020. And, and so we're beginning yeah. to focus on the competition, which is a major highlight every year uh, around Nehemiah Week. But, Deborah, before we get into our topic today, I thought it be, was important for our audience to understand kind of what you do. This is your 11th year with the ministry. Um, uh, congratulations, first of all. It's These days, a decade is like 100 years in any organization, right? People don't laugh a lot anymore. <laughs> Yes, it is. But what a pleasure and a blessing it's been, Patrice. So thank you for keeping me around. Yeah. So share with our audience a bit about about what you do so they can understand why we thought having you here for this would would be important. Um, First, a little background about Deborah. Deborah is, is both a certified training coach. She comes from Bank of America. Before she was written in my, she had retired from Bank of America and then had her own coaching practice. And then from there, uh, joined us, and she's been with us ever since. Uh, Deborah is our director of training and coaching. Uh, also, she's a partner uh, and in a, uh, a, a, a in a lead coach with uh, Kingdom Business Coaching, a master coach actually. She coaches her and I, both certified coaches and trainers. Um, what's unique about Deborah is she used to run the uh, USB program, and then I asked her to. Uh, lead the, the international program, and at that time, international was a torn on our side, wasn't it? Boy, it was. It was something that well, we didn't have real capacity, Patrice, to to really help our international program. But um, it it was uh, a financial drain, but uh, and we didn't really serve them as well as we could have, and so um, that was a a great start. You know, at the time we talked about this is that we were a U.S. company that did business internationally. And boy, has that changed over the years. <laughs> that has changed indeed. And 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 you helped to change it. So, Deborah, tell me about that moment when you took over the international program, the evolution of that as we get into what you do today. Well, you know, um, in looking back at that, what a great opportunity, although I have to say I didn't think so at the time. And uh, I really wasn't sure. I thought I was the least likely person to work with our internationals because I had no travel experience. I didn't speak other languages, but that it gave me um, a real opportunity to provide the uh, support that our international programs needed and, and deserved to have. And, uh, you know, it was releasing. Um, that's my word this year, release and let go. It was about releasing um, the U.S. to uh, another team member and focusing on what we needed to grow our international program. And it's been exciting to see the differences that have been made in those programs, the growth that's happened. Um, now we say that we are an international company located in the U.S., which really is an indication of the uh, momentum that we've had over the last um, about five or six years. It has uh, given me an opportunity to travel, 
to meet people, go places um, that I would never have expected that I would. Um, it's just been a real blessing for me, Patrice. Wow. Um, among all the countries that you've been, which one would you say is your is is your favorite and why? Oh, that's not a fair question, Patrice. <laughs> uh, they're all my favorites. They are all my favorites whenever I'm there and whoever I'm talking to. Uh, my first trip was to Haiti and I enjoyed uh, enjoyed it very much. It was quite a cultural shock, but I made so many great friends there. Uh, made a number of friends in Africa, um, many of the countries, Kenya and Tanzania. Um, and of course, all those who come to visit us in um, during Nehemiah week from Zimbabwe and, and Congo and um, Cameroon and others. Uh, we've had a chance to go to Malaysia. I loved uh, visiting Penang and all the people there. Uh, one of the highlights for me is going to Ukraine, where we had uh, we were able to celebrate the 10-year anniversary for the um, Center for Success. My family um, came, my grandparents came from that region, and so that was a real blessing. I love going to Mexico and me and being with the Mexican people. So, you know, like I say, who am I talking to at the moment? That's my favorite. <laughs> awesome. So let's talk about the role you play today and we should get into why we have you in studio today. So by the way, if you have a, a question for Deborah conversation, we're going to be talking about the international business plan competition, uh, Nehemiah week 2020 uh, with Deborah Schlock, because she kind of helps to organize this event each year. Uh, Deborah, this is your, how many years is it organizing these international competitions? Uh, I believe it must be about my seventh or eighth. Patrice. Wow, wow. And so first, Deborah, so let's talk about it. So first, what's your role today as director of training and coaching and, and, um, and, and how this fit into your role? You know, as a director of training and coaching, it's my responsibility to ensure that we have the tools and support um, training um, certifications that are necessary for our directors and trainers to have uh, in order to do uh, bring bring our programs to their networks in their communities. Um, and so I get a chance to train alongside of our trainers, uh, do the certifications, but also ensure that we have uh, um, the necessary processes and tools that are needed to do the job. So it means working with our other teammates through um, our e-community, as well as through marketing and other uh, finance and others as a real collaborative team effort to um, ensure that uh, that we have uh, the best programs that are available for the, our students to build their kingdom businesses. And part of that is doing the, the, internet, the business plan competitions at the end. Yes, yes. Well, before we get into the competition, let's talk about the certification. I mean, right now you have two certifications going on, uh, a coach certification and a trainer certification. So somebody's watching or listening to this podcast and they're they may say, hey, tell me a bit more about that. So what does it mean to be certified by the EMI project? Well, as a certified trainer, it means that you've wa walked through um, how to uh, to learn a little bit about Nehemiah, what our background is, um, our history. I think history is a very important piece that we all need to um, feel like we're part of that team and understand where we came from, uh, some of the lessons that we've learned, um, successes that we've had, and how do you build that on? 
to um, the, your ability to train um, other students in the material. So we go through um, each of the curriculum, talk about how to um, communicate that, how to help others to build their kingdom businesses, the skills and uh, talents that we need. So if anybody out there has a desire to help other businesses to um, build a business plan and help them grow as a kingdom business that's focused on community impact as well as having good business practice as an example in communities to not only fulfill the needs of the individual business person, but also their family and their community. This is a great way to take your skills and talents and put them to use. What would our coach certification. Our coach certification is really um, for those who like to come alongside uh, an individual group. Now that they have their plan, how do we help them to implement that plan to grow it um, and having our proprietary tools and uh, processes that ensures that our businesses are growing from profitability through succession. And uh, those are, many people have a gift to, to do that. Um, business people that are ready to transition into another phase of their work life as well as those who just are called to walk alongside and so our certification program uh, provides those tools. Uh, right now, we're walking through um, the, the three key uh, growth, excuse me, I said it backwards, uh, relationship values and growth. And we're really understanding what that means. How does that impact to, the, uh, to that organization? Wow, wow. Awesome. So if somebody's listening or watching right now, and they're wondering in their head, okay, what's the key difference between the certification EMI provides versus traditional trainer or even coach certification from other organizations? What do you think the key difference is? Is that we focus on a kingdom aspect as well as how to use our specific um, tools and um, curriculum. So there is, uh, many people have gone through other kinds of certification but how do we use our, the, the, the things that we bring, our unique um, uh, curriculum and processes? And that's what we focus on with that kingdom aspect, keeping God in place, and um, that other curriculums or other programs haven't, uh, do not do. Is it, is it one or the other? No, it can be both and. We have many coaches that have gone through things like an ICF certification, which is enormously uh, positive, and we want to partner with that. Um, but again, how do we use um, our tools and look at our philosophy of coaching and coming alongside businesses? So it is a... Um, it's an extension of what other certifications have done. We're just building upon it with our curriculum. So, so um, the reason I want to start is because all the, the students that we're about to talk about, the entrepreneurs, they have a trainer that has trained them and they went through the whole process to become certified, I mean, to become, to, to, to qualify for the competition. So with that, um, let's talk about um, specifically how, what role you play in helping in this process? Kind of talk to the bit about, okay, how does it fit? How does what you do fit into this whole competition? 
Well, we have standards that we've set, Patrice, for uh, what makes um, a student's uh, presentation or their business summary business plan um, uh, eligible to compete into the competition. Uh, so all of our all of our students who graduate complete a business plan. They present it in front of their of their fellow classmates, and some of those uh, in order to graduate. And there are standards that we look at. And some of them want to compete um, and uh, be able to represent not only their class, but their country, their region, and come to the International Business Plan Competition. And I know we'll talk more about that in a moment. Um, so my role is to ensure that all of our students have uh, their plans are um, meet our standards that they are they can stand up to any other competition that may be held um, anywhere else in the world that it meets the needs for those who have an um, interest in investing in other in businesses that uh, that they are meeting those standards within our timeline that we've given them awesome uh, how are you christy so christy robinson actually wow so christy robinson completed her business plan Golly, over 15 years ago, one of the early students. And she just said, good to, good to see you, Christy Robinson. Christy, I'd love to see you at Nehemiah Week this year. We're doing it online virtually. Uh, see how you can do plug in. And Christy has uh, has gone to be a, an entrepreneur out of the North Carolina area. By the way, uh, uh, Christy, we're about to launch the Urban Initiative, uh, Urban Impact. Charles Kears is based out of that area in uh, in North Carolina. And he's got a team that's really trying to take Nehemiah to the urban community. Love to see you plug in, uh, Christy, with that. Christy is a dynamic biblical entrepreneur. Christy, let's catch up. Thanks for watching here today. So, so Deborah, um, so what is the business plan, the international business plan competition? And for our viewers listening out there, what in the world is this? What is it? <laughs> well, this is where um, at, at our Nehemiah week that we bring the uh, competitors who have not only won their local competition, but their country competition. And this year, they've. Uh, this is the second year where we've had a regional competition that uh, that allows them to represent their region of the of the world, bringing their business plan in front of all of the our members and network those who are attending Nehemiah Week to showcase their businesses that demonstrates the power of biblical entrepreneurship, our program, and what it means to their businesses um, and how they uh, intend to grow the impact that it can make in their community for the kingdom as well as for their community and um, really showcase their business. As I said earlier, sometimes we have um, you know impact investors that are looking at these businesses and want to come alongside and help them either to to grow or to lend their support. You know, it's funny as you turn down, I'm thinking about so far we've invested over two million dollars um, to businesses um, around the world. In the U.S., we've invested over two million dollars of investment. And I think every investment we made, as I'm thinking about it, have been uh, entrepreneurs who were either won the competition in their country or at the regional level or at the international level. So it does make make a difference in terms of going through the competition. Uh, mm -hmm. and so, so 
So we, so we have five regions, right? We have Africa, we have North America, we have US, I'm sorry, North, we have uh, Asia Pacific, Latin America, and what did I miss? Uh, Europe. 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 So, Europe. So, so, these, so, so these five regions compete at the international competition. So, yes. so, but you're saying it starts in the classroom, right? Yes, it does. So um, our trainers uh, are spending, you know, somewhere between four months or 10 months working with students as they go through the biblical entrepreneurship course and completing their business plan. At the end of class, as I said, in order to graduate, they give their 10 minute summary business plan in front of uh, their students. Um, some of those decide that they would like to compete um, in order to uh, qualify to be part of their country competition. And so all those classes, uh, winners come together, they, they um, present their plans in front of a panel of judges that uh, select the winner that represents the country. And from there, that country winner then represents at their region. And again, we have a regional competition. Um, the countries that represent in that region um, send their their best of the best that have been chosen, and they represent their region at the international business plan competition. And Patrice, one of the great things about the international business plan competition is that our students um, are the, those uh, competitors are then eligible to win cash prizes. And that makes um, makes it interesting. In addition to their eCommunity Diamond membership for a year, and those who um, uh, attend the Nehemiah Week, they are able to attend at um, no charge. Wow, so Deborah, so I've either just signed up for B class, or I'm thinking about signing up for B class in my country, my region, wherever I am. What must I do? And I want to and I want to qualify for 2021. I guess it's too late for 2020, correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> but, we're, to, but we're taking we're making room for next year. So that's yeah. good. So yeah. I want to qualify for 2021. So what should I be mindful of? What should I do to prepare so that next year I'm among the contenders to be part of the international competition? Yeah, I think one of the um, what we see with those who are part of the competition is that um, sign up for your class early and uh, complete the complete the homework as it's assigned. I think that's one of the best uh, pieces of of advice I can give because that gives you an opportunity to build your plan and grow with it so that when the time comes to put your business plan together, um, after you've completed principles, after you've gone through practices, now you're planning, putting all of that together into your business plan. And I would um, and I would encourage people to get a coach. I think that having a kingdom business coach allows you to um, utilize uh, the best techniques and information and support that uh, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs need. And then practice, practice, practice. Practice your presentation and um, make sure that you're that you have uh, articulated it in the best manner possible. Wow, I love it. I love it. So, um, but one of the things I think of Christy, who Christy, by the way, Christy, would you share your experience? Christy, you you've been through this process a while ago, um, and at 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 the at from the heart church ministries where we were both members and 
you went through and produced your plan. Kind of just share your experience, how that was for you back in those days. Of course, it, it's evolved much since then. Uh, but it'd be good to hear Chris's experience. By the way, if you're listening or watching this and you've gone through biblical entrepreneurship and you've even competed or presented your plan, just share your experience. I would love to kind of uh, share with our audience. So, uh, Deborah, what are some countries who have uh, won um, the, the the competition? Give us some some of the countries that have actually gone all the way to win the regional competition, and that's about as much impact has been on them. Sure. Well, we've had um, we have some countries that have done one multiple times, and that would include Madagascar and Ukraine. Um, in fact, I think they they sort of have a, a regional rivalry with each other uh, over the years. And then last year, our our Jamil uh, from Mexico City was our winner. And um, he's going to be sharing his experiences at Nehemiah Week. So it's a great opportunity to register for Nehemiah Week and come to the business plan competition because you'll hear him um, give his uh, update about what that meant in um, growing his business. So Patrice, you know, I think that over, I'm going to share with uh, one of the stories out of Ukraine, but, you know, overall what, what we see is those who compete in the competition and especially those that have won, it, it carries back a certain amount of confidence in their ability to um, work with their, their businesses and to grow and have them thrive. Um, it gives them um, recognition in their community within their uh, the um, marketplace that they serve, that they have made this level of achievement. You know, um, in 2018, our comp uh, competitor, Andre from uh, Chernobyl, Ukraine, was uh, came to, to Nehemiah Week and represented um, uh Ukraine and Europe, and at that time, um, he presented his all wooden business uh, business business. He creates wooden um, to, uh, toys, and since then, I went back to look at his um, his remarks, even from just last year. That um, you know, he was able to grow his business. He innovated and brought in new materials and new equipment. He grew his business um, one and a half times and was anticipating it growing even more than that. Um, he impacted um, his community by holding um, sessions for students to come and learn about woodworking and the skills that it needs. Um, he had many um, uh, interns at, uh, and other students who wanted to learn um, this business, this craft. And most importantly, he went back to the center of and helped other biblical entrepreneurs as they were asking questions about how to build their business plans, um, how to enter their marketplace. Um, so he's had a, a tremendous impact there. Now we know with COVID-19, um, Ukraine has been hit very hard, but that he and his wife had a have a tremendous drive and ability to uh, bring their, their toys through internet marketing um, through many countries throughout the world. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Uh, that is incredible. It's, it's interesting that, so, so you had the African continent and, the, and Europe kind of yeah. back, and then last year you had Latin America. Uh, yeah. One, but it looks like Asia and uh, 
in North America have not have not had a contender who who won first place. Why is that? You think? Well, I think that there are um, some really great contenders that have come from the United States, but they face a, a and we had last year Anna Maria Lowry from A and P. The year before that, we had Dean and Jane Blackenship from Hosanna um, Building Contractors. Um, Mike Cross with his business here in um, with the um, uh, homeless. Um, uh, shelters and things that he does. Great, great businesses had a tremendous um, uh, influence on the marketplace, and but they face um, kind of a um, uphill battle because they're they're held, I think, sometimes to a different um, different standard. Um, they're expected more from them because it's in, implied that they may have some um, advantages that others do not have. And, you know, when we look at um, the competition is a combination of things. It's about capturing the hearts and minds of our judges. And, um, and so it's always hard to understand what they, um, uh, how they come to their decisions, although we have score sheets and we have criteria that they follow. But that, that heart thing is, is sometimes harder to overcome. Wow. Now, Asia... Asia, we had a great competitor uh, a few years ago, um, Schwenz with his bakery, and he had a fabulous presentation. Uh, we all thought he was going to be very strong. But one of the lessons that we've learned over time is how important translation is and having someone who can translate adequately the um, answers to the questions that the judges have. So we've made some changes. We're updating. We're always innovating as well um, to ensure that we have an even competition. Wow. By, by the way, if you're watching or listening and you want to join us this year, I need my week so you can participate and support these entrepreneurs from around the world as they compete, but also be a part of Nehemiah Week, learn and grow and develop. This year is going to be digital because of COVID-19. Uh, team, if you could put up a way for folks to register, thank you so much, even on the Facebook um, or the, the, the social media pieces there so that folks if you want to uh, join us this year Nehemiah Week uh, just go to uh, NehemiahWeek.com NehemiahWeek.com and there you are able to uh, to register for the event by the way uh, I think today right is today the 31st uh, yeah so uh, today and tomorrow so tomorrow is the last day right now we have a COVID-19 special uh, so if you register for Nehemiah Week or any of our programs before July 1st, you get 50% off on top of your e-community discount. You get 50% off. So, so you want to do that today or tomorrow so you can take advantage of 50% off. Anyway, go to our website and learn more. So, so, so that's interesting. So, Deborah, somebody may be watching and saying, or listening and saying, wait a minute, that's not fair. Is it fair <laughs> that because I come from a more developed country or I'm viewed as maybe privileged that uh, those who do not uh, somehow the judge, the judges perceive them having a uh, give them a little advantage. What do you say to that? You know, um, I, I've sat in every one of these competitions, uh, the judges portions of it, and everybody is judged by the same criteria that they have to meet. Um, I think that uh, that 
the judges do an excellent job. Um, they come from government or church, business community. They've had experience, and they are um, uh, doing the choosing the very best that they feel is um, represents all the qualities of our competition of Nehemiah and that will have um, has the best opportunity for success as well as impact in their community. It's a subjective um, it's a subjective process, but I don't think that any of our, our comp, uh, judges um, are overtly um, uh, leaning towards one over the other. Um, they, they are impressed by all the competitors. They're just trying to choose the very best from those that are there. It is tough being a judge, isn't it? It is. You and I both judged. It <laughs> is very, very difficult because you want everybody to win. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it is a competition. And we've seen that those who've been disappointed in the past that they didn't win have gone out and have made great success. It's like an impetus to make a great success out of their business. Now, if, if, I'm, if I don't speak English, um, do I have a disadvantage for the company? Well, we, yeah, I, I would say that um, it has been, uh, we've learned a lot of really tough lessons with the, with the translators and we've made some tremendous strides over the last um, few years. And I think this year um, we have some great aunt, uh, translators that can communicate those stories. And we make allowances for time-wise uh, so that, th that the translation can occur. So, um, no, we want, I think that's what makes us um, a, a unique organization and a unique opportunities. Because we are able to see as a global family that um, we have um, different ways of communicating. And, and how do we make allowances and, and a room for that? Yeah, yeah. So if, if I'm watching or listening and I'm a trainer, a coach, or a, a, a city a, a, a director for e-community center, any of my partner, is there an advantage of my clients, students to, to, go, through, to, go, to go through the competition? Uh, is there an advantage to my program? You know, could you speak to that a little bit? Well, I think for, uh, from a trainer or a community e-community e director position, you know, I think it, it share, shows the caliber of uh, program that you have. And it showcases what is uh, coming out of your center or from the trainer that they have produced a competition winner, whether it's a local competition or country competition regionally or even internationally. Um, you know, this is a showcase where we show what we're what, not only what the program is and um, and opportunities that we're bringing, um, jobs that are being developed, and uh, the impact that we want to have, and our hopes and dreams for the future. And so, um, this is a way to showcase the 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 kind of program that directors and trainers are producing and the caliber that we have. Um, that they are of a higher caliber, um, and their their students are a pr product of that. And this could also be, as I'm hearing you talk, a great marketing and promotional tool. Can it not? I mean, it, because if oh. I'm winners out of my center trainer, I can use that to kind of help recruit students and clients. Would you say? 
Absolutely. And we would encourage at your competitions that you're inviting the public, that you are encouraging others to come and see what, what goes on um, and what they can expect to um, have at the end of coming to one of our classes. We love to have um, those from government agencies, schools, um, universities, uh, the um, church community. We've talked about urban impact. Um, and have the, they come as um, part of our audience. We love to have support. It's always um, a joyous time. People have their favorites. They're rooting for them. It is um, a great opportunity for centers and trainers to showcase as well themselves. And you're right, Patrice, a great marketing opportunity. So can they actually put it on their promotion? I mean, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a trainer or coach, I would put on my marketing materials, produce two winners, two first place winners or second place winners or whatever. Because I mean, if students know that you you have a history of producing, you know, it's almost like that camp that's produced NBA star, that basketball camp or that football camp that's produced great football stars. I mean, that's a great thing to add to the to the promotion of your center or your classes. I would I would say so. You know, last year out of North America, Wendy had um, had competitors from Haiti as well as the United States and Canada, all three of her countries. And her competitor from Haiti came in, uh, was the second place winner at the International Business Plan Competition. That is a tremendous, um, a tremendous achievement. Uh, especially from a country that um, has a lot of challenges with that. Um, that was a, a, a great um, uh, opportunity for the uh, country director, Tammy Furman, and the, and the work that she did in helping prepare him. So, you know, I'm, you're right, Patrice, that we can really promote and highlight the, the successes that have come from um, our programs. So, so with that, have you had winners that have surprised you? You know, it's, it's a competition where somebody won or a country won that you say, I didn't see that coming. No, I'm going to say no, I haven't, because um, I'm kind of intimately involved in the in the competitors and what they've done. Um, I can think of one competitor that we had an international competition um, from Madagascar, uh, Malala. And uh, and I remember saying that is a powerhouse. She may not be very um, uh, vocal, you know, uh, her voice doesn't always project, but she's a powerhouse woman. And while she just wowed the judges with her business, she was part of our GECAN um, where she received one. I think she was one of our first to receive investment dollars. She's grown her wood her wood business in um, Madagascar, has like forty over forty employees, has repaid her loan part of her loan, um, continues to grow. So from my standpoint, I get to see them. I think that that oftentimes it can be a toss up, but I'm not ever surprised because I I, I get to know our competitors and their businesses. And um, and just impressed by each and every one of them. Yeah, Malala has been impressed. I mean, she went on. She raised uh, over two hundred thousand dollars, and she's been able to really grow. And it's been fun to watch how she's pivoted with COVID nineteen. And as a matter of fact, we're gonna have her uh, join us at one of the podcasts. So we can talk about her story, an amazing story. So 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 Deborah, if if I'm if students 
uh, contenders, if contenders are watching this, whether they're looking to compete at a regional level, we'll talk about the region in a minute, or whether they're looking to compete at the international level, what tips can you give them as they prepare? Because you know they they all want to win. Uh, they all want to win. Trophy back. Uh, Europe must take a trophy back. Uh, Asia or North North America, Latin America. What are some tips you can give them as they prepare right now? Well, I think there's some key pieces to their business plan that they present. And one of them is to clearly articulate their kingdom impact. You know, our judges are looking for that. What, what, how are you going to leave a legacy behind in the community that helps grow um, God's kingdom? So that's one area to really look at. The second area is um, to be able to talk about the uh, structure of your business and how you uh, plan to be successful, um, being able to know your business and be able to share that. And that goes along with um, having very strong financial statements. This is one area that we've been working on in the last three years, and we've made some vast improvements to ensure that our students have a five-year projection that is very strong, that's um, uh, realistic as well as um, uh, cast, you know, a, a hopeful future. And then I think the third thing is that um, if they look at their succession plan, what are they planning to do? How are they going to leave their business? And what does that plan look like? And then finally, I would say this, don't try to wing your plan. Don't think you can stand up and just start talking. You need to lightly script it and practice it over again so that you are succinct and that you um, stay within the time limit. So if you don't need a translator, that's 10 minutes. If you need a translator, it's 15. And, and be ready to answer the questions that the judges have about your plan. Oh wow! Be confident. It's 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 tough. I know it's tough, but they, um, I know they can rise to those occasions. Now this year is going to be digital again. If you want to register, sign up for Nehemiah Week this year, so you can check out these business plan competition. You know, go to nehemiahweek.com. Nehemiahweek.com. You can sign up and be a part. Deborah, so this year is going to be purely digital. So I, I'm a contender this year. How should I prepare differently to compete digitally versus uh, the traditional way? Is there something else I should do different? Yeah, there's the, a couple of things. We're going to have the competitors um, put their do their presentations and record them because we all know that the internet and connectivity can sometimes be a problem and we want everyone's uh, story to be told. So be sure that uh, you uh, practice and, and record it, that you have a good presentation that you can um, share with us so that we can, if, if technology fails us, that we can still continue with your recorded session. Uh, the other thing is to, if you're not, if you don't know how to use um, Zoom or other types of uh, online connectivity, that you practice. And we uh, usually we have practice sessions, a live practice session, so that the competitors can be familiar with the uh, microphone and other techniques. But this year we'll be practicing using our um, online tools and being able to use the Zoom and other uh, technology to ensure everybody knows how to um, bring up their their presentation and be able to present. Wow, awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, this is incredible. So, so Wendy, I mean, Wendy, Deborah, 
So um, in terms of the, the competition, let's talk about the impact that this have in the countries. Um, you know, we're in COVID-19, a lot of economic uh, challenges that countries are facing. So what kind of impact that could this have in, a, in the country? You know, our mission is to build kingdom businesses. So tie to me the competition with the mission and how this helped facilitate that for a particular country or region. Sure. You know, I think one of the things is that um, the, we've all had to learn through COVID-19 how to think differently, um, to be innovative, to look outside the box, to be um, more open to new ideas. And coming together, uh, what I've seen entrepreneurs doing in their classes is coming together and being very supportive, uh, working together on each other's business. We teach that we're not in competition, we're in completion. And I have never seen that happen more than I have over the last four months, that we uh, want, um, students want each other to win. And we recognize that um, we have an opportunity, that this opportunity for us to think differently, to offer our businesses differently, and how can we be innovative? We've seen it happen many times um, with uh, previous competitions that we've had, where the, we've had some uh, podcasts with some um, some of our entrepreneurs that have taken this um, this COVID nineteen and rather than being um, defeated by it, that they say, "How do I how do I rise above that? How do I um, hear what God is saying in the opportunities He's providing to my business?" and look and, and do things differently. And so this competition gives us an opportunity to look at it and, and be able to say, this is um, the way that we can be, um, look at innovation. How can we look at how we can uh, think of new ideas or new ways of delivery? What I also like about our competitors is they're also recognizing some of the impact of COVID-19 financially and they're planning for it and they're looking forward. And this looking forward is important in our communities because um, we're going to have some other have other challenges. So how do we look forward and be able to overcome and stand on the word of God that he has a plan and a purpose for us and that we just have to be ready to execute it? So with, with, with that, do you think that the contenders need to be prepared to answer the COVID-19 question, which is, have you what, what mm -hmm. are you? agency plans in terms of looking at navigating this pandemic? I and mean, is that a question that most likely will come up from some of the judges? I believe so. And um, and you, one of the comp, uh, local competitions that we had in Kenya, that our competitors had built that into their financial plans and they addressed it right up front. This is what we think the impact is going to be. This is how we're overcoming it. And this is what we think will be um, in twenty going ahead in 2020 as well as 2021. I think that for competitors to uh, acknowledge it, and to um, uh, share what they think those plans are, uh, what they uh, anticipate and how they're gonna overcome it is gonna be critical to anyone who is gonna be competing um, this year and, and I think next year as well. Uh, so with that, what's the key difference between, there are many competitions out there. What's the between mm -hmm. our competition and other business plan competition? 
Well, we focus on a quadruple bottom line, not only people, planet, and profit, because those are all critical to any successful business, but we take it one step further with uh, uh, the fourth component, which is eternity. And that's where we talk about our wilderness experience and how God prepared us for business, um, what we, how we see our business having um, that kingdom impact I talked about earlier, as well as that succession plan. I think those that is one component that makes us um, that sets us aside. Um, our business plans look at um, the scriptural uh, element that uh, really has um, influenced that business person as well. Um, we also are uh, as as we think about um, our business plans versus the world's. I think that those are kind of the, the three components that I see as being. Um, uh, additions to a, a standard business plan. I think our plans um, stand up because we also look at um, not only what was the story, the history of the of the uh, of the biblical entrepreneur. We look at what was, what is their current um, plan, uh, the business as itself. So the key components around marketing, finances, administration, and operations. And then our third point is what what is to come, what is the vision and um, the succession plan, key key performance indicators. And um, and I think that this is what makes us have a, a strong um, marketplace. And the competition allows for our biblical entrepreneurs to articulate clearly their business. They can share their business idea, their business plan in any setting, whether it's an investor, whether they're looking for new stakeholders, they're introducing it to their community through networking, um, and even to their employees to gain their um, gain their support and uh, their drive to help make the business a success. Wow. So, Deborah, I'm convinced. I want to sign up. I want to come. What can I get out of it as a as an observer? As a matter of fact, I had somebody who sent me a text last week that said, Patrice, um, I want to come check out the competition. And we also have an investment forum uh, during the MI week where people stand up to, to present to raise money. Uh, they ask, okay, which one should I come to and why? So they wanted me to kind of help them to make a decision. So let's start with the competition. So um, why should I come as a, as a person who's not presenting and what can I expect to get out of it as an entrepreneur? Well, I think there's several things as a, a member of the audience is that this is an encouragement where we can see um, God's hand in the marketplace, that we can encourage those uh, entrepreneurs to um, continue to follow God's leading. Um, it is also um, opportunity to mentor a business, um, uh, a biblical entrepreneur. We all need help and support. We talk about entrepreneurs sometimes is the loneliest place to be. Um, how do we have, uh, how do we uh, come alongside and encourage, support, provide um, experience that can grow that uh, that business into a thriving profitable uh, sustainable business that can go through the next three generations so as an audience member I have that opportunity um, if you have someone who is looking to start a business 
and they're not sure how to get started, this is an excellent way to begin um, that process of developing your business idea through our BE certificate program and other curriculum that we have like Identity and Destiny that can help you take that business idea and grow it God's way. Um, as well as um, you may be, you may be wanting to, you might be in, in, encouraged to invest in someone's um, business. And this is an opportunity to um, put your doll, dollars to work in, um, in a kingdom business that you are sure is following the principles and guidelines that um, are established for us through God's word. Wow. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, this is incredible. So as, a, as an attendee, uh, it can inspire me for me to be able to build my own business, learn the best practice, hearing about other people. Uh, it can be a community where I can be a part of to help grow. I can also help mentor these entrepreneurs and invest in them, and I can also potentially be an investor. Uh, those, are, those are some good stuff. Well, again, if you want to join us this year, Nehemiah Week, uh, and be a part of, 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 of the, the International Business Plan Competition, um, you you want to make sure you register. Go to nehemiahweek.com, nehemiahweek.com. There'll be a video that will come up in a few minutes that will kind of give you a flavor of Nehemiah Week so you can be, so you can be a part. So, Deborah, what countries? Oh, before we, I get to my last question. So we got a regional competition coming up, and, and we're going to have some of the some of the uh, contenders up here. They'll they'll talk to us about. We got Gabriel, I think tomorrow, the uh, Africa Regional Director. They'll they'll talk about that a little bit more, but. We have regional. So, what can we expect? So, when is this regional competition? What can you expect from there? The Africa regional competition. Wow, well, uh, Africa regional competition, and this is going to be on Saturday, July eighteenth at eight thirty a.m. Pacific time. That'll be eleven thirty Eastern, and then wherever else you are in the world, um, we'll have a, a registration link, but it'll also be on Facebook Live so that you can participate. We have three great countries, three great competitors, um, three great country leaders that will be um, rooting for their for their competitor. So again, Madagascar, always tough. Um, Madagascar is going to be there, um, and I hope I say the name right, Hariso. Um, we'll have more information about their business that'll be up on our website soon. Um, we'll be representing Madagascar um, and last year they came in, Madagascar was third place in the International Business Fund competition. They had a number of first place, several second place, always a tough competitor. From Nairobi, Kenya will be um, Nina from the Mirama School. Nina is another tough competitor. Um, she, I have to say, Patrice, she was part of a class that I uh, co-taught with Frank Katanga, who was our country director and director from Nairobi. Um, I don't have a favorite. Um, and so um, she's going to be a real tough one. And she, I understand she's also competing, Patrice, um, in GCAN, or not competing, but presenting it at the GCAN for investors. Yes, we're going to help her do it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Nina will be there. And then from Kinshasa, um, DR Congo. Joshua, I hope I said his name, Joshua. Um, 
Okay, I may have visited these places. I don't always have the pronunciation right, but uh, he's going to be another great competitor. And I know, Patrice, you were working with him at one of the students that you taught. And so um, we have a great three that will represent, one of them will be representing um, Africa in August uh, at Nehemiah Week. So we need everybody to come along, pray for them, um, encourage them, have your celebrations. Um, we'll uh, see who during the competition, we'll see who everybody thinks is going to win. It's going to be fun. Um, but whoever um, whoever wins we uh, the competition, we know that all three have won because they've got a kingdom business plan. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, put, put on your calendar July 18th. Uh, registrations are not up yet. They'll be up soon. Just email our office if you want to come. We'll make sure that we'll send you an email once the registration is uh, uh, up so you can come. It's a free event. Come and support Africa and come and hear these three dynamic uh, businesses from Madagascar, from Congo, and the third one you said was- Kenya. Uh, Kenya. Kenya. <laughs> as, uh, there. So it's, it's a two French country and then an English speaking country. So that's gonna be interesting uh, coming up. So, so, Deb, so the winner will compete at the international competition. So what do you have coming up for the international competition? What are the, what are, what are the countries that will be competing this year? Well, we're expecting, uh, we have one from um, uh, from Malaysia for representing Asia Pacific. I'm very excited to have them back in the competition. Um, Mexico representing Latin America and then um, Africa. And uh, so I'm not sure about Europe. I have still, uh, I still have a, a question about uh, whether Ukraine will have a competitor this year. They um, always have someone that's competing, so I'm looking forward to them. All right, uh, North America? Not this year that I've heard. So um, we haven't uh, uh, COVID-19. Somebody from Canada who's competing with North America this year. Oh, we do, okay. So um, there, uh, then we'll have that person from Canada. Wow, so we've got, that's gonna be interesting. So who do you think is gonna win? Um, whoever God puts his hand in favor on. <laughs> that was a true question. Uh, so I know. We did good. Wow, <laughs> this is awesome. So this is going to be great. So Mexico will be the keynote speaker, and yeah. they'll pass the trophy on to whoever's going to win. And, of course, they would prefer to pass it on to Mexico. Uh, but we'll see. And then uh, that'll be fun, be a digital conference. So, Wendy, Deborah. Thank you so much for being with us. So, Deborah, you mentioned this, but I want to, the last question that I have for you right now, uh, an entrepreneur is watching this, listening to this, and, you know, they want to know from you, Deborah, okay, Deborah, whether it's, what do I do? What are some guidance or advice you can give me to up my game as I prepare to win against COVID, as I prepare maybe to one day um, win one of these competitions, or as I prepare to maybe raise capital through the Nehemiah Jenkins Fund or to any other investment group out there, what are some advice you can give them? Well, I think first of all, um, if you have a business plan, is it a kingdom business plan? Um, if you if you need to take the course, um, the BE certificate course, check it out in your um, 
in your country or your city. We have great uh, classes that are going on uh, online right now. Um, you can connect with any one of our trainers. If you don't know who to connect with, send me an email, Deborah, D-E-B-R-A at NehemiahProject.org. I'll get you connected. Um, the second thing then is to go through the components and ensure that that your um, that your business plan has all the elements that it needs to be called um, a, a kingdom business plan. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I think as I said earlier, engaging a coach who can help you um, with the areas that you may be weak in and be able to provide you with the uh, background and support that is necessary for you to have uh, an excellent uh, presentation and then um, perfect your presentation. Practice, practice, practice. I love it. Hey, whether you're competing this year or not, I do wanna see you at Nehemiah Week or at the end of the regional competition with Africa. So if you wanna register for Nehemiah Week, go to Nehemiah, uh, week.com, nehemiahweek.com, and you can be a part this year and help support these entrepreneurs and participate in a great week-long conference. Deborah, thank you so much. You gave us lots of good information, and, and I feel if I wasn't planning on coming, I would sign up right now and come. I can't wait to see and hear all the competitors. They have great businesses, and, uh, and I just know that... Uh, that they're going to do an excellent job and represent their their country and their business uh, very well. Awesome, awesome! Thank you so much, Deborah. Well, with that said, thank you. Uh, before we leave, uh, stick around for a minute because we have a video that's about to come up. But before we play that video, if you want to um, know more about the Nehemiah Project and how we can come alongside you provide you with training, coaching, access to capital, just go to our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com, there you can learn, get more information about how you can join our community so that we can transform the world together. And, um, and then of course, there you can also learn how to sign up for Nehemiah Week, and we'll love to see you at Nehemiah Week this year. And then let me tell you why we would love to see you, because you better watch a video that I will really inspire and encourage you as to why you should join. But before we do that, let me leave you with these words. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents and gifts that you've placed, that he's placed on the inside of you and steward them in such a way that one day you can hear those wonderful words. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Guess what? He's not gonna make you rule over much. God bless you. Do not leave yet. Watch this video. Thank you so much. Nehemiah Week is an annual event designed to equip entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world to inspire and to honor marketplace leaders for their accomplishments, and what they're doing to model Christ in the marketplace. God is doing incredible things at Nehemiah Week. Ladies and gentlemen, God has called us to be a light for Him, to be an example for Him, to be a model for Him so that as others see us, not hear us, but see us, they can see a model of Christ. Yeah, each year at Nehemiah Week, we, we gather uh, the, the nations. Our vision is to transform the marketplace with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, one entrepreneur at a time. 
we have learned uh, to do business uh, in a godly way. Um, I will actually spread this to our church as well. Through the course of Nehemiah Week includes information around um, principles of biblical entrepreneurship, so really looking at biblical economics. What we've learned this week is, is about training. A Nehemiah uh, project is about training and then coaching and then accessing capital. Nehemiah gave me a godly vision. It really impacts the way that I see doing business. Nehemiah Week not only gives birth to new ideas, it connects us with resources and relationships that makes them possible. But what we want to do is not just affect here in the U.S. We want to take this curriculum all over the world. Whatever it is, the question is, what impact will this have on others? It's something that's going to change lives. So I'm ready to use whatever I have for the benefit of the kingdom of God. I believe that the nations are going to shape because of this week. Biblical entrepreneurship takes a stand to say we are going to be witnesses for Jesus Christ in the marketplace.